Hello, welcome to Soul Led, a podcast dedicated to the evolution of your soul and the development of your spiritual gifts. I am Nikki Novo, your spiritual mentor, a fiery Latina, mom of three, and a lover of all things intuitive. You're here because you're meant to be here. So let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Soul Led. So excited to be here with you, just feeling grateful, just feeling very aligned today with you guys. So thank you for being here. We have a very special guest who is a new friend and just somebody I am in awe of that I'm really kind of loving to watch. I feel like she's like a long lost soul sister, so I'm excited to bring her on. So introducing Amber Lee Lyons, you may know her as Chakra Girl from the very popular podcast and Instagram. So welcome, Amber Lee. Thanks for being here with me. Thanks for having me here. And I totally agree. Like after we got off our first chat, I was like, you're like twin flames. (laughs) Long lost soul sisters. So yeah, happy to be here. Yeah. So for those of you who maybe like don't know Amber. What I love about Amber Lee is that she really does a beautiful job of fusing her spiritual self or spiritual teachings with being like an everyday girl and, you know, aspiring for like material things and having desires and all that kind of stuff. And I really relate to that, Amber Lee. And I think that that's what I have in common with you because typically people think that I'm this, I don't know, like that I'm something special or different, but I'm really just like a super grounded, regular person that, you know, is this Miami girl that is like, you know, into all the the fancy stuff and raises children. And you remind me, like, I see that in you too. And I love that about you. So I think that that's like what I really resonated with. Like you're, you're very grounded in the work and that makes me like, makes my heart happy. So I would love to hear a little bit about how you got here and how you kind of started doing this work and, um, and changing so many lives and teaching people all these amazing spiritual things through their everyday lives. Yeah. So exactly how you just kind of described, like when I was first on my spiritual journey, I didn't feel like there was anyone that I resonated with because this was like, oh my gosh, 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago. And I was just kind of a hot mess in my twenties and like partying all the time. I was in fashion school and there's obviously a lot of ego involved there and a lot of competition. And, and I started to just go on my own journey. I was firstly just looking for like a way to lose a couple pounds. So I started doing yoga, you know, all the, to balance out all the 4am pizza and tequila shots. And I always say yoga is a gateway drug. So started doing yoga and I realized really quickly that it was really hard for me to be alone in silence or even in a group in silence. And I started to realize that I had these like energy blocks and I could feel them like in my body. Like I noticed things like I would always be clearing my throat or feel like I had a lump of energy in my throat. Or I noticed that I was always trying to like cover up my stomach or like protect my stomach for some reason. And I just noticed these weird little things about me. And I talked to one of the 
teachers about the throat thing. And I was like, what is that all about? Like, why is it that whenever we're in meditation or like when we're not in movement, and this was when I was actually was a meditation class that I went to at my yoga studio. And I was like, why is it that when I'm sitting still, like I'm always clearing my throat or always like coughing or like, I can just feel this ball of energy. And she's like, well, it sounds like you have a blocked throat chakra. And I'd heard them talk about chakras. I didn't really know what it was. So I went on my own researching journey. And of course, like in those days, like this was like, it wasn't like before Gabby Bernstein, but at that time she wasn't super popular and there was no one that was relatable. Like I was, I'd be Googling chakras and it would be some like 105 year old man in India in an ashram. And I was like, he does not understand what I'm going through. Like we don't have this, you know, we don't have anything in common. So it just didn't feel relatable to me. And so I just, I did my research. I found throat chakra crystals. I found throat chakra meditations and I dedicated two weeks to clearing this. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna give this a try. I can do this meditation every morning and every night. I'm gonna sleep this crystal on my throat. I'm gonna like journal. And it just went away. Like within like a week, week and a half, it was totally gone. That whole tendency with my throat was gone. And as we know as well, the throat chakra is also about our purpose and our potential. So I realized in that same moment that, Hey, I, I kind of have this ability to, you know, I know a little bit more than everyone else about this. Like, why don't my friends know about this? Why don't more people know about this? Like, I want to start teaching people about this. It took me a long time to finally do it. Like first I had a lot of other chakras to unclear and I was, you know, slowly kind of building up in this idea for this business. And initially the business was crystal and gemstone jewelry to balance your chakras. And we had things like a hangover bracelet and like a shopaholic bracelet and stuff like that. We wanted to make it fun and relatable. And I feel like you probably remember this back in the day too, that like a lot of like spiritual stuff felt very shaming. Like it wasn't accepting. Yes. And that it was like, I, I think in many ways, sometimes we speak, we seek spirituality out of like perfectionism. Yeah. You know? Totally. If you're not in some sort of alignment, then there is something wrong with you. And it's just religion all over again. So yeah. Totally. And like, I was, I bought like a book on Buddhism and it was like, you aren't allowed to want for anything. And I was like, damn, like, this isn't real. Like, this isn't going to work today for me. Like, this is not like, you need to kind of like, like, let's ease into that, shall we? So yeah, I, I wanted to create like a shame-free space where women could, you know, not feel like they had to fit into this box of the kind of like granola, you know, hippie, if you want to be spiritual, not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not everyone's personality. Right. So that's kind of when, where it started. And then, so I launched a jewelry business. No one really cared about the jewelry that much, but they loved the concept and they, a lot of people would reach out and they would say, I want to start a business. You know, I have all these ideas and how did you start your business? How did you unblock your chakras to start a business? And I realized again, that I think everyone has a purpose. Like everyone has something that they want to share with the world and the blocks keep them in this box and on this hamster wheel. And I wanted to help people break free of that. So, and then the business really transformed into more of like a like a coaching slash mentoring slash healing situation. 
Oh, that's so cool. I love that story. I did not know that. So we must have started around the same time. I started blogging in 2008. Um, okay. Like really like the beginning of like these seeds. And same thing. I remember getting into spirituality slash personal development. Yeah. And I was reading all these books and they were written by like all these like old white men. And I was like, yeah. you know, and, and I was, you know, and I think so many of us were just so excited when, when Gabby Bernstein came on the scene, because it was like the first time I remember seeing her and seeing Chris Carr. Yeah. I was at the time an editor. So I was a fashion and beauty editor before I did this work. And I was like, wait a second, this is a thing. Like, yeah. We'll make money doing this. Right? <laughs> like, okay. is it, don't you find too, that so many people in spirituality started in fashion? Yes. Or media. Our media. And I also find like hair and like at like uh, beauty and is another one. Like, I feel like it's like the making things beautiful. Yes. Like you this know? creative sacral energy. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's Rebecca. A few of my clients like the book Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. And I think she like, I'm pretty sure she talks about this uh, concept that she believes the same thing that like she says mm-hmm. that, uh, that she channeled something saying that a lot of these light workers were going to come through like yes. media and, and fashion and these kind of creative arts. So okay. I, that, I haven't read that book. I've yeah. read her other book, Rise Sister Rise, which I but, think she maybe touches on that as well, but it totally makes sense. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. Cause she started in advertising too. So. Yes. Yes. So tell me why the chakras kind of like, how did that connect to you? And why do you think it's so important? And kind of, we've actually never talked about chakras on the show. So just Mm -hmm. wondering if you want to share a little bit about why you think it's important to unblock the chakras or what they really are also. Yeah. And I think at the time, uh, and I think for people who are, and I think a lot of people I talk to who are just kind of starting their journey, it's such a great place to start because there's like, a linear concept to it. And our, when our brains are used to thinking like in a linear way, like this equals this, when you feel this way, it's because of this, like it is such like a memorizable system where you can really self-diagnose and you can be like, okay, I'm feeling this way and, and I'm feeling this way and I'm feeling that way. And so it must be related to this chakra and that chakra. And then you have specific things that you can target rather than I know for myself, like when I was, or not even just back in the day, but like when sometimes when you get into a bit of a rut, which we all get into as we're expanding, it can feel overwhelming. Like, where do I start? And you're like, but my relationships are mess and my career is mess and my money and this and that. And so it can just feel really overwhelming. But with the chakras, it's like, once you work on one of them, you know, maybe you start with like kind of the worst problem or the chakra that you feel is having the most blocks. And if you start there, it kind of loosens everything up and it gets the energy back into flow in all the other areas. So I, and I always say like, it's something that people, everyone can relate to because no matter what level of your journey you're at, everyone can agree that everything is energy. So our chakras are the transmitters and receivers of frequency that are, you know, in our body, you know, around us, and they control everything from how we're feeling, you know, our emotions, the opportunities, the people in our that are that come and go into our lives, you know, our relationship with money, like it's literally the magnets that either repel or attract 
things into our lives. So it can show really fast results. And, and that's for me, that's, that's what I want to see. And it's, it's just like a really powerful system to learn and, and our body is our best textbook and we can see shifts really quickly. Yeah. It's so funny. So in my readings, I do a little bit of a few things, but one of the main things I'm doing is I'm, I'm reading energy. I'm, well, yeah. I'm reading the person's energy, I'm reading chakras. And I mean, I do a lot of other things, but the chakras, it's, you know, it really gives us like kind of a, a snapshot of like where the person is currently, like yeah. where their human self, like what's working, what's not working, all that kind of stuff. And every time I read people's um, centers, they're always like, why do you know me? <laughs> like, yeah. and I'm like, we carry everything in our energy. It's like scary to think like everything is, all you need to do is like know how to read energy and everything, mm-hmm. all our baggage, all the things that we carry is like right there for anybody oh. to see on our energy. So it's nice to, um, and like you said, it's just like a good way to kind of target these areas and feel like you have a little bit of a plan. So it's a good way yeah. to teach a lot of things. And I love that you're teaching business through the chakras right now. Yes, 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 yes. I realized like very quickly in building my business that every area of your business is related to a different chakra. So like the foundation of your business is related to your root chakra, your brand and your message is related to your sacral chakra. Your ability to actually get shit done is your solar plexus chakra. With our heart chakra, it's like our offerings. What am I sharing with the world and how am I co-creating with the universe? With your throat chakra, it's how am I showing up? How am I putting myself out there? With the third eye chakra, it's a lot about intuitive sales and even just knowing what's next. And then the crown chakra is being in that flow space and always expanding and elevating. So as we teach business, it's like, I I could give you a business blueprint and be like, here, go start this business. Here's exactly how to start a successful business. If your energy is not in the right place, you're just going to keep having sabotage after sabotage after sabotage. hundred percent. I have this, um, a friend of mine who does, um, does some of the marketing for our company. And she was talking about this like other client that wanted to take her on one day. And she's like, you know, this client came and she wants to be in vogue, but I'm like, you have, you know, local news energy. Like I can't get yeah. to that. <laughs> she's like, you don't have vogue energy. You have like local news. And what she was saying is it wasn't, she wasn't insulting the woman no. <clears throat> saying that like your energy is, is still blocked and stuck, that it's it exactly. elevated to that, to that place. So where a lot of the times we think we need to like push our way through business or push our way towards the things that we want, but we can actually energetically get there much faster if we start totally. transition the energy. So I totally. love I love that idea of that course, um, which we'll share the link. Anybody that wants to join, we'll share that link in the show notes. So Amberly, another question for you. So what would you say to people who feel that like materialism is not spiritual? Like if they look at you or if they look at anybody that is, you know, beautiful and has things, how would you just like, what if people think like our old way of thinking was like, oh, in order to be spiritual, you must, you know, not have anything or, or at least like be willing to detach from all these things. But what do you, what are your thoughts around like desires and wanting, you know, material things? Yeah. So, I mean, there is, okay. The first place you always need to look is, is this desire a form of seeking validation? 
do I want this bag because people are going to think I'm cool or because people are going to think I'm rich and people are going to think I'm better than them? Or do I want this because it's an extension of my vibration and I feel like a like luscious, like powerful, you know, boss woman goddess. And this is an extension of that energy. And when we focus on that energy, then we will automatically manifest these things into our lives. If we're focused on, oh, I need X, Y, Z in order to be loved. And we're not focused on loving ourselves and adorning ourselves and like allowing ourselves to embody those energies, then they're either not going to come at all, or you're going to burn yourself out to get those things. And then they're going to be very short-lived and the feeling of happiness when you get it is going to last about five seconds. So I always say, abundance and luxury and, and all of those amazing things are not actually about money. They're about freedom, love, bliss, and purpose. So if we, and money is an amplifier of those things, but it's not the creator of those feelings. You are the creator of those feelings and vibrations. So if you make it your intention to create love, freedom, bliss, and purpose in your life every day, then you're going to find that those things just come into your life. And, but well, so there's one side of that. That's if you've assigned a high vibration to those things, if you've assigned a low vibration to those things, and you think that's, you know, those things are evil and they're bad, then you're, you're just completely like messing up the whole, the whole like frequency. And like a lot of people have that. I know there's um, a book that I always suggest reading. Have you read um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks? No. Okay. So he talks about less about leaping and more about self-sabotage. And he talks about like the four fundamental fears And if we boil down any fear in our lives, so anything that brings us discomfort, it usually boils down to one of these four things. One of them is fear of failure. One of them is fear of being fundamentally flawed or not good enough. One of them is a fear of outshining other people. And the other one is a fear of losing yourself, which it's like, if I become successful, it means I'm an asshole. So a lot of people feel because we get grown, you know, we grow up that way, feeling jealous of people who have money, or we watch movies where the rich person is either all alone or, you know, has, has these negative series of events or they're evil or whatever. So we've like assigned a negative vibration to money and a negative vibration to success and a negative vibration to luxury. So it's like, we need to check like, where is that coming from? And it's often comes from a fear of thinking that it's evil or some people will actually pretend that they think it's evil because they think they'll never be able to have it. Like I remember when I was in fashion school broke as a joke, I remember like people had like Louis Vuitton bags. And I remember being like, those are like so ugly. Who would want a brown purse? Like that's like the ugliest print. But I was just saying that because I never thought I'd be able to afford it. And it was easier to not want it. So 
there's so many things, so many things going on here, but it's literally like, you need to be real with yourself as to why you've assigned a negative vibration to that. And it usually boils down to one of those four fears. And if you're someone who wants those things, but then feels guilty, uh, you need to look at why am I wanting these things? Is it because I think it's going to validate me or is it because it's an extension of the love, abundance, bliss, purpose that I want to feel and already have the potential to turn on at any moment? Love that. It's just, you just said that so perfectly. It's so beautiful. (laughs) What I always feel is that, you know, spiritual teachings do not happen on the top of a mountain with like a guru, like your spiritual right. teaching is right there. It's in the Louis Vuitton store, like exactly. believe it or not, right? Like exactly. you just, you know, that, that, um, explanation of like, not, you know, feeling like, oh, the bag is ugly. Like that was a spiritual moment for you to yeah. realize that like, maybe I don't think it's ugly. And that's mm-hmm. where these are like our teachings are in the everyday, you know, small things, even through these luxury bags that it had, they, they're just energy. It's whatever we assign, whatever exactly. meaning we assign to it is. Yeah. So yeah. Beautiful. I love that. Do you feel like you get judged for that? I feel like the, uh, not really. And I, I sometimes expect more, but I think people, I, I think because I stand in my ground so much around it, people don't at me. Like people just don't come at me because I, I think they're like, I, I have the confidence about it. I'm not, I'm unwavering about it. Right. I have had some people like uh, on my podcast make comments. Cause like you're, you don't have a profile picture on a podcast review and it's just like easier to be a jerk on a podcast review. So people have, I've had more things there, but again, someone is maybe tuning into the first 10 minutes of an episode and they're not seeing the whole brand and the whole message. So yeah, I mean, I thought I would get a lot more flack, but I think people who get it, get it. Mm-hmm. Like if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I mean, you did such a good job of explaining it. So thank you. I think that that's so helpful to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Actually, funny story. When I was a kid, I was probably, I moved. So my parents moved us from New Jersey to Miami. My parents are Cuban and they were like over the cold weather. So they brought us here to Miami and I went to Catholic school for the first time. And my religion teacher was kind of explaining the story about like how nuns and priests are like called into service. She was like saying that like an angel will come into your bed and, you know, call you to be a nun. And if you're called to be a nun, you know, you can't get married and you can't have all these things and you can't show your hair and all this shit. And I remember being like, I was in third grade. So whatever that age is like eight or so. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, what the shit? Like, Jesus. You're like, angels, you see the fuck away from my bed. I am not doing that. I remember being like, and, and it, was, it was very like a big moment for me. You know, obviously like I knew I was being, I guess there was a part of me that knew I was being called to service and that I would like serve the light and all those kind of things. So nobody else gave a shit about this conversation, but it has stayed with me, you know, all these years. And, you know, that is the message, you know, the message is like, you got to give up everything in order to follow spirit. And I was very afraid for a long time because I thought that the more I stepped into this work, the more I would lose things. And to this day in our programs, in a soul teacher, especially because we're training like these girl, these women to become 
spiritual teachers, it's still in them as well. Like they keep thinking like, am I going to lose my family? Am I going to lose my relationship? Am I going to lose? Cause that's really the programming. Yeah. Um, it is so important to share yeah. these messages and to have these conversations. Yes. hundred percent. And I think here's the thing too. It's like, maybe I will, maybe I'll decide that I don't want to drink wine and that I don't want to wear leather and that I, you know, maybe, maybe one day I will, who knows, but like everyone's where they're at and like, they're meant to be where they're at for a reason. I'm where I'm at right now and spreading the message I'm spreading because the women who follow me wouldn't have listened otherwise. So it's like, I would rather people like have someone to listen to, to learn from, to, to share this information with them than to only have people who are, you know, monk status that they don't resonate with. So it's like, everyone's at where they're at and it's just not like, it's unspiritual to judge them. (laughs) Definitely. So So there's been a lot of talk about 3d versus 5D and you talk about it a little bit sometimes on your posts. And I was wondering if for those of us who don't know what that means, if you can explain a little bit about how you see that. Yeah. So there are different levels of consciousness and it's not like a ranking like, oh, I'm higher than you. Like it's not, it's more just like, it's more just for yourself to open up your eyes to a higher consciousness way of thinking. So third dimensional consciousness is where the majority of the world's at. And what the spiritual folks are saying is that right now there have never been more 5D people. So there's like right now going on on earth, there's 3D, 4D, and 5D. Majority of people are still in 3D. So 3D is very hamster wheel thinking. It's very linear thinking. If this, then that. It's very labeling, judging, fear based. And we have this kind of perception of false structures keeping us safe and haven't really realized yet that we are the creators of our own reality and we keep ourselves safe. So there's a lot of fear and instability. And I think with everything going on in the world today, that's why a lot of people are waking up from 3D and realizing, oh, these structures are not as they seem. And, you know, they're starting to wake up. So after 3D is 4D. So unfortunately, before you get to 5D, which is like where it feels really good, you have to go through the dark 4D phase, which is the awakening And that is when we, you know, a lot of people are in 4D right now. They're starting to realize that, you know, once they thought was keeping them safe isn't. And there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of fear. I say 4D is like the dingy gas station on a road trip. You want to get what you want and then leave. You can't hang out there. The people that are hanging out there are, you know, the people that are, stuck in like conspiracy theories. And here's the thing. I believe most of them, they're mostly true, (laughs) but like, you know what I mean? Like the angry people that are like really going off about them. Yeah. 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 From a place of fear and anger. Right. And they're fear mongering. Like it's fear mongering in 5d, you know, all those things are true, but you also know not all of them, but most of them, um, you know, um, you know, that those things are true, but you also know that there's just a bigger picture. It's like when you're in 5d, it's like, 
you're like literal bird's eye view. Like you're on top of the earth and you're seeing what's going on with the planet as a whole and with the collective as a whole. And you're kind of seeing things in a different way. And when you do that, you're getting out of the weeds. And I think with everything that is gone on lately, it's like, it's how do we decide to live in this reality? What are the frequencies that we're choosing in this landscape? And it's not avoidance and it's not bypassing. It's none of those things, but it's deciding not to sit in it. It's deciding not to sit in the fear of it. So when we're in 5D, we see it's not just the stuff in the box that we see. We see everything around and all the angles and all the other like possible outcomes and dimensions. And we're really living from a place of love. Like every thing that we do, everything we say, every vibration we have is coming from the heart. So the heart is essentially the vehicle of 5D consciousness. And I feel though, that the messaging of 5D consciousness is lives in the soul star chakra, which is one, about one foot above our head. That's where I always go to get my guidance. So it's just literally that, that kind of bird's eye view of kind of what's really happening and then choosing love and knowing that you create your reality in this situation. Situation. So I always, another way I describe 3D is like, if you're in a house and you look up at the ceiling, you think that's the sky. Like in 5D, we know that there's a whole world out there. So it's a journey and, you know, people bounce back and forth. I know like I'm sometimes bounced back to 4D and getting angry or like being afraid. And then, you know, you just have to bring yourself back into 5D consciousness. So it's a journey and it's, there's a really good book called Waking Up in 5D by Barbara Marciniak, I believe her name is. And uh, that gives a really good explanation as well. I love how she describes it. She basically says like 5D is waking up every day and deciding to live heaven on earth. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. It is. And I, I remember when I started hearing that, hearing that term, I was like, shit, I've been like trying to reach 5D for like, for a long time now. Yeah. Like I, I just, I was exactly. like, it's so funny that there's a term, there's a good term for it yeah, now. There's a name. Like, yeah. Like and then, a name. And then 90 <laughs> is like when you're even higher up there and you are looking at not just what's happening on earth, but you're looking at what's happening in the entire universe with all the other planets and all the other ecosystems. So that's, that's next. Yeah. That your awareness is that big. So what do you think, like, what are your thoughts on as the world, as people keep evolving, but the people that stay in 3d, like what happens? They're still going to be there. And it's like similar to what's happening now. It's like, there are some people really fucking going through it right now. Like there are some people that are in hell on earth right now. Like, and here's the thing. I'm not going to say anyone chose that. No one chose that, but they haven't been able to get out of it yet. And I mean, hopefully they can. And I think the more people that continue to rise up to 5D, and I feel like a lot of people have even seen this as well with their families going through like COVID and all that kind of stuff, where people who are really afraid and wouldn't leave the house and were, you know, watching the news every five seconds. I think people are just so sick of living that way and they're starting to wake up. So if we can imagine 
by our vibration and living in a place of love and alignment. And then the people in our lives are going to want to do that. And then the people in their lives and the people in their lives, people in their lives. So it's like, there are going to be fewer people that stay in the fear and more. It's just going to keep, you know, elevating and elevating. There'll be more and more people in 5d. Yeah. It's like the better virus to catch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love. I it. love that. Yeah. So, other question: Do you have any like spiritual trends that you're excited about? Anything that in you know in your work or in the world of spirituality, like in that you know in that category, anything that you see coming? That so one thing that I think a lot of people are talking about right now, well, actually that's not true. One thing I'm talking about a lot right now, <laughs> but I think that like, I don't know, I'm, I'm hearing it somewhere and it's along the same vein as, you know, different levels of consciousness is, is multi-dimensionality. Mm-hmm. And I've been talking a lot about timelines and like creating our own timelines So I think that's kind of what's next. And again, it's all along the same vein of what people, we all know manifestation is like the buzzword, right? But this is, it's similar. It's like timelines are the new quantum leaping. (laughs) And multidimensional meaning like existing in other dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. Like other versions of us existing in other dimensions and different timelines and then learning how to clear energy that is not working in those timelines. And then also taking any lessons that have been learned in those other timelines and bringing them into our life here on earth. Yeah, definitely. That's been coming up for me also and some conversations I've been having. So this funny thing was happening to me a couple months ago. I was having these reoccurring dreams that I was dating and Mm -hmm. I was dating like the same, like the people that I actually did date before meeting my husband. I've been with my husband for 10 years and I was like, what the shit? Like, why does, you know, like every dream was like me dating all over again. And at the end of the dream, I would have this like moment that I was like, oh, but I marry Benny, which is my husband. And I keep having these dreams and I'm like, you know, of course in my work, I'm like really trying to figure it out. I'm like, you know, what's going on, all this kind of stuff. And then one day, I don't really remember how it happened. I was talking to my girlfriend, Jordan from the Balanced Blonde. And I was like, I'm telling her this thing. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I think that that person that's coming to me in my dreams is me, but like from another timeline and Mm. she's trying to get like future information Mm -hmm. (laughs) coming to me to ask me the information. So I'm like, that's it. Like next time I go into the dream, I'm going to tell her who she marries and I'm going to like lay it to rest. And sure enough, she comes into my dreams again, is like bothering me. Like she keeps showing me these different people she's dating and I dated a lot. So it was really annoying. (laughs) I told her, I was like, you marry Benny, like be at peace. Like you marry Benny, like it's okay. Like relax, like whatever. Never had the dream again. (laughs) That is wild. I love that. So it's like, you literally went into a past timeline and healed it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she was like harassing me. (laughs) Yes. I love that. And that's I, I also like everything you said, like we're the same person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, and that, my, you know, the beginning of my work starts like in dating work. So at first I thought like, oh, you know, I'm just dreaming of my clients or, I'm, you know, yeah. and I realized, no, like I'm having these timelines that are happening. 
And that is like really cool to experience and to start channeling and, and working. I think a lot of our media is going to come from that too, soon too. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people are going to start writing in dimensions, you know? Yeah. Okay. So funny that you say that. Actually, I feel like I've talked to you about this already, but like my new business that hasn't launched yet, but I'm talking about it anyways, is an online magazine. Oh. And there's going, it's going to be a lot of dimension cool. and um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. And so that was another trend that I'm seeing as well as I think people are really looking for, looking for more answers and more content because stuff of, like, even like before it was really hard to find information on chakras by someone cool. Now it's like same with, we're all kind of going to this next level you know, so where's the information on that? And I think a lot of us are channeling it and because we don't know the names of it, or we don't necessarily have books that are, you know, confirming the way, the things that we're thinking. I think a lot of people are just going to start writing about it and kind of creating their own terminology around it. And I'm, I'm really excited for that. And I think that puts us in our power and similar to what we were talking about before we started recording is how I'm like, very like anti like certifications. Like you don't need a piece of paper to say that you you can heal people. And, and, and we, I just feel like that's, and I love how you teach people the same thing, like how to be a healer, but it's like, you don't have to go and like get certified in hypnosis and also Reiki and also breathwork. And also, you know, I feel like a lot of people go and like learn the things. And, but like, when I get a healing from you, it's something that you've completely made up, like not made up, but like you've completely yeah. channeled and learned. Right. So it's like, if we could all just trust the downloads that come through. And this was a message that you had for me as well, was that I have a different way of healing and I just need to remember it. And so one of the things that I, I have another program called goddess magnetism, where we actually like go back into these timelines and retrieve information and memories of healing modalities. So yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of that. I think we're going to see a lot of new healing modalities come out that are not, okay, here's the main five that you have to get certified in. And then it has to look and feel exactly like this in order for it to be right. Like, I think a lot of people are going to be creating their own forms of healing and yeah, they can hundred percent teach it to people. Absolutely. But it's going to be away from that kind of like, Oh, are you Reiki? Are you hypnosis? Are you acupuncture? Are you massage? You know, like it's going to be, I'm Nikki. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. So I love, I, I think, and I mean, you're ahead of the curve on that, like teaching your own, your own methodology. So yeah, I think that's, that's what I see coming next too. Yeah. That's just, I got the same download a couple of weeks ago because I been seeing like uh, categories of spirit guides. Mm. And I, cause I, you know, I read so many people, so I see so many different spirit guides, but there's like definitely like categories for them basically. And I kept looking around. I was like, there has to be like ancient scripture on this. <laughs> like there has to be, somebody has to have written about this before. Like I was trying to get answers for what I was seeing yeah. and like, it wasn't existing. And yes. the download I was getting was like, Nikki, like write it. You know, exactly. Like, categorize them. Like yes. whoever, you know, and that's what's happening, you know, this kind of 5D, you know, like we we're saying 3D, yeah. 5D to 9D, you know, we're realizing that like these things that we've been looking up to and these like structures and these hierarchies, like mm-hmm. they don't serve us. So if there is oh. nobody above me that has no. written that, 
no, I can't, I write that. Yeah, totally. And I, it was the same thing with me, like with, I was getting all of these, um, and I still don't know what the hell to do with it. I've been getting all of these codes, like these symbols, um, and then just drawing them. And like, they're actually like poses, like, so like little poses to do in meditation. And then there's like a picture that goes with it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this, but I've been just doing it myself and like trying it and testing it. And I don't know. It's just like, I think people are just starting to, it's like all of this, these like ancient healing and not even ancient, like I'm talking like enter like extraterrestrial, like they're not from here and they're being received right now. And we're going to be kind of translating them into like an earth, like something that we can use here. So I love it. Can't yeah. Wait it. Can't wait to try it. Yes. <laughs> so what is your favorite chakra? Do you have a favorite chakra? <laughs> okay. So I, I'm okay. So my top two crown chakra, because it's purple and because it's just like about that flow space one that I'm constantly working on is I always thought it was my sacral chakra, but I think the root of the issue is solar plexus. So solar plexus is so amazing because it's like your spark. It's like your je ne sais quoi. It's your like life force energy and people all have, it just shows up in everyone in such a different way. So like when I work with my clients, I call it your it factor. Like it's what makes you like, it's like your unique spark. So I think that's just like such a cool energy to tap into. And, and when we are tapped into it, then we can really like show up, like we can really do the work. It's when we're trying to be someone else or do things a different way because someone else said to, similar to what we were just talking about, like, oh, I have to like do it this way because this is the way that they say to do it. That's out of alignment. So like if we're living out of alignment with our true selves, then everything we, we bump up against so much resistance. And then that spark can't shine through. And I remember like when someone said to me, some kind of healer or something said to me when I was like first starting my business, that the reason everything in my life was such a disaster was because I was living out of alignment with my true self. And I always say that to people too. It's not like, Oh, when I, you know, figure out my relationships and my money situation and my health and this and that, then I'll go and live my purpose and start my business and do all these things. It's like, no, once you actually go towards your purpose and start getting more and more into alignment with it, then you'll see those things start to readjust for you. So I think when we can honor that spark and what lights us up, then everything can kind of get, you know, realigned to who we're meant to be. Yeah. I'm so scared of being unaligned and misaligned. Yeah. It's like, once you learn that lesson once you just, yeah. you're, you're just like, I never, I'm like such a humble servant to spirit. I'm like, okay, like this is what's in alignment with who I am. This is who I truly am. Well, therefore I will do that. Yes. Because being out of alignment is the worst. What were you doing to not be in alignment? Was it just like, what you were doing for work and things like yeah. that? Yeah, totally. Like where, yeah, I think it was, because if you think about it, it's like, that's, where you're spending the majority of your time. Like how sick is it that we live in a world where people work for 
eight hours, that's one third of your day. The other third of your day, you're sleeping. And then that other third of your day, you're either getting ready for work or driving to work or driving home from work. And then you've got like maybe, you know, one sixth of your day for yourself and to take care of yourself. So like, that's sickening. So it's like, if we removed (laughs) the, you know, the work from the equation and we were doing something that gave us energy rather than took from our energy, then everything else gets more into alignment. Yes. Our middle son who is seven right now, he is having that awareness lately. Mm -hmm. Um, He's been having like, he's, I mean, very smart school, super Mm -hmm. easy for him, but he is like pissed off. Like he is like, this is bullshit why he does the math. He's like, why am I going to school hours? And he's like, mom, it takes me three hours to learn like what needs to be learned. Like, why am I there? The whole day? Like he's questioning like, and you know, of course the answer to that is because parents have to work, right? Like they're in school, but they're also like slash daycare because parents have to work. But but then that leads to the same question, you know, like why are my parents parents have to work eight hours? Why are my parents working so many hours? And then like, he's not a, like, he's not really into sports or organized sports. So, you know, we don't really put him into these organized sports because he doesn't, you know, he just, he's just here to have a good time. His vibe. Yeah. But then when he gets picked up from school, he has like all these things. He's like, can we ride bike today? Can we go here? Like he wants mm-hmm. to do all these things because he's trying to live his life. You know? And replenish his energy. Like those are the things that give him life. Yeah. Like he is not okay. Yeah. Which is actually why we're in the process of moving and doing like a whole kind of a whole new setup for them because yeah. they're correct, you know, like, and that's the blessing of having children, even though they're a total pain in the ass most of the time, <laughs> but, um, you know, they really remind you of the, our programming. Like if you're, if you're totally. good at listening to them, especially the more inquisitive ones, like yeah. Oliver, it's, it's just such a blessing. Cause he reminds me of all the programming that's in me that is not necessary. You know? Exactly. And that's why kids are in school for eight hours is to program them while yes. they're young. <laughs> uh, I mean, a hundred percent. That's what we have going on. And we have a whole new setup in front of us, but we'll, we'll see. It'll be exciting. I love talking to you, Amberly. We just, we need to talk every week. Like, I know, seriously. It's just so, so much fun. I'm so grateful to you. And there's just so much wisdom. So people can follow up with you on your podcast, which is amazing. Yes. Just called it's Chakra Girls on Apple. Anywhere else? Instagram is Chakra Girl Co. And then we actually have, if you're kind of like new to chakras, we have just a fun, very like, like pop culture reference quiz to find out what chakras blocked. So it's quiz.chakragirlco.com. We'll put those in the show notes for yours. Okay. I love that. Was that fun creating it? So fun. (laughs) But I will say actually that's another place where people will be like, why is there a picture of the Kardashians? This is supposed to be spiritual. It's like, get out, get out. Don't do my free quiz then. It bugs you that much. Oh my gosh. And they're all like mirrors to ourselves. Like they're, they're spiritual beings for us too. Especially the trigger us the most. People have like- um, oh, last question. How did you heal your throat chakra? That was like the beginning of this, but what, what'd you do? 
Oh yeah. So I, I, there, I literally just found like a meditation on YouTube where it was like a visualization of like breathing into your throat chakra and then like a like a turquoise light shining. And then every time I drank water, I would imagine that it was clearing. And then I slept with an aquamarine crystal on my throat every night and then would meditate with it every morning and every night. And then I wrote down some kind of mantras. I can't remember what they were can't remember exactly what the mantras were, but I did, I did some fun mantras. Amazing. Yeah. And thank God for that. Cause then we wouldn't have you. Right. Like you have a great throat chakra right now. Yes, it is great. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you, Amberly, so much for spending time with us and for sharing all your wisdom. It was, it was beautiful. We'll definitely have all the links in the show notes. So you guys can follow, head over to your podcast. If you're in business, you get into that business course, take the quiz, all the things. There's just so much good stuff here. And I hope you keep in touch with Amberly. Thank you, my friend. And I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. If you love what you're hearing, would you mind leaving a review or sharing with a friend? That little review does so much. It's so damn helpful. You don't even know. So thank you for that. And if you're ready to unlock your spiritual gifts, enroll in my three-level program, Soul Academy, or join my free community, Soul Collective. I'd love to have you there. The links to join are below in this episode. Until next time, love you much. 